Welcome to Compline with Renewal Ministries Northwest. As we settle in, take a few deep breaths and think back over your day. Take an inventory of what has happened, both the good and the bad. Where have you seen God in the hard times? Where have you seen God in the good times? Tonight, we will reflect on a couple of passages from the lectionary. Like the liturgical calendar, the lectionary is a tool some Christians use to orient themselves towards God. Over the course of a year, it guides readers through the whole of Scripture. It helps remind us that all Scripture is God-breathed and useful to teach us what is true. As we join now together in this space, let us pray together. Dear God, thank you for meeting us here tonight. We trust that as we spend this time in prayer and reflection, you will open your ears and our hearts to hear your words tonight. Spend some time now practicing silence, calming your body, and clearing your mind.
we'd like to light a Christ candle. You may light a candle too, if you have one close by. Christians meditate on the light as a reminder of Christ's presence in us and among us. As you ponder this light, may it fill you with the wisdom and power of the Spirit. Loving God, we pause from our hurried lives to bow in consent to your holy will. Forgive us for our willful and unwillful sins. Give us the grace of spiritual consolation through Christ. Accept our gratitude for your forgiving grace. Fill us with your divine presence. Amen. There are times in our lives when we feel alone and it seems no one cares. 
In Psalm 142, David's prayer reminds us that crying out to God and receiving God's mercy saves us like nothing else can. Hear the word of the Lord. I cry out to the Lord. I plead for the Lord's mercy. I pour out my complaints before Him and tell Him all my troubles. When I am overwhelmed, you alone know the way I should turn. Wherever I go, my enemies have set traps for me. I look for someone to come and help me, but no one gives me a passing thought. No one will help me. No one cares a bit what happens to me. Then I pray to you, O Lord. I say, you are my place of refuge. You are all I really want in life. Hear my cry, for I am very low. Rescue me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring me out of prison so I can thank you. The godly will crowd around me, for you are good to me. Each week, we reflect and pray with a saint who had a deep life of prayer. This week, William Portsmouth teaches us that God is our heavenly and loving Father. Whatever we need is sufficiently given. So I ask you, for what are you most needful of tonight? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, as this day closes, assure us again that you never fail to hold those who rest in you. We hold before you the issues of this day, entrusting them to you. We believe and trust that you will do all things well in us and for us. 
whatsoever we shall need for tomorrow, we shall need you more. There is nothing we can long for that is not to be found in you alone. Help us, then, to fix the eye of our minds on you and to turn our ear to these gracious words you speak into our hearts. You are mine. Amen. I'll say this prayer again. I invite you to pause for a moment, place your hands on your lap, and with palms up as a way of saying, God, you are enough for me. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, as this day closes, assure us again that you never fail to hold those who rest in you. We hold before you the issues of this day, entrusting them to you. We believe and trust that you will do all things well in us and for us. Whatsoever we shall need for tomorrow, we shall need you more. There is nothing we can long for that is not to be found in you alone. Help us then to fix the eye of our minds on you and to turn our ear to these gracious words you speak into our hearts. You are mine. Amen. In chapter 3 of Philippians, the Apostle Paul is reflecting on the greatness of the call of Christ in our lives. Our worldly achievements may bring accolades and success here on earth, but they move us no closer to heaven when compared to the work Christ did on the cross. Thus, we should not cling to earthly things, but rather leave them behind to race after Christ. Hear the word of the Lord. Yet whatever gains I had, these I have come to regard as loss because of Christ. More than that, I regard everything as loss because of the surpassing value of knowing Jesus Christ my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things, and I regard them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ, and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but one that comes through faith in Christ, 
the righteousness from God, based on faith. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the sharing of his sufferings by becoming like him in his death, if somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained this or have already achieved the goal, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. The Word of the Lord. Paul, like Christ before him, does not specify a list of things that are good and a list of things that are bad. He draws a line around everything of this world and says, all of this, however good it may be, is nothing compared to Christ. Do Paul's words comfort you or unsettle you? Let us read a portion of this passage again. Yet whatever gains I had, these I have come to regard as loss because of Christ. More than that, I regard everything as loss because of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things, and I regard them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but one that comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God based on faith. Paul, as always, is clear that nothing at all in this life is equal to the love and grace of our Father and Christ Jesus. In this, we should find comfort and balance. What hope does this bring in times of pain and suffering? What temperance does this bring in times of success and triumph? I will read the second portion of this passage again. Not that I have already obtained resurrection in Christ, or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, 
Forgetting what lies behind, and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus is our Savior and our prize, both the one who calls us and the keeper of our eternal destination. That there is nothing in this life we can achieve or suffer that will make Christ more or less likely to choose us is great comfort. Take some time now. Forget the good and bad of your day and let yourself be received by Christ. Jesus taught his followers a prayer that puts to words the longing of every human heart. We can imagine this this is how Jesus prayed to his Father. I invite you now to try to make this prayer of Jesus your own. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hear now our prayers of petition. In peace we pray to you, Lord God, for all people in their daily life and work, for our families, friends, and neighbors, and for those who are alone. For the just and proper use of your creation, for the victims of hunger fear, injustice, and oppression. For all who are in danger, sorrow, or any kind of trouble, 
for those who minister to the sick, the friendless, and the needy. For the peace and unity of the Church of God. For all who proclaim the gospel and all who seek the truth. For the special needs and concerns of those in our community. Hear us, O Lord. For your mercy is great. Amen. May you know how wide and long and high and deep the Father's love is for you tonight. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he grant you peace. Amen. Music will continue for a time, and you are welcome to remain with us. May God bless you with restful sleep.